Hey, what's up? And welcome to our public mini-sodes for you. We usually do this for Patreon, but we're doing these public this month for our Ghost-Giving uh, Thanks Garbage Month for our celebration of Ghostbusters. And we got some real Ghostbusters for you today, and we're going to have one other one for you. Uh, and I'm here, Joe. And uh, Sean O'Rourke's here, too. Dr. O'Rourke. Dr. O'Rourke and Dr. Lascola coming at you. And uh, what's this first episode we're talking about, Joe? I want to talk a little bit about <laughs> the real Ghostbusters a little bit before we get into this, right? Oh, okay, okay. It's the 35th anniversary this year. Wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it de- it debuted uh, September 13th, 1986, which is pretty amazing. So we still weren't born yet, right? No, no. <laughs> But the reruns were on when we were kids. It ran until 91. There were seven seasons of The Real Ghostbusters. um, And those first few seasons are are really, really, really excellent, in my opinion. Now, now, how did you see these? You saw these on Crackle? I watched them on YouTube. Uh, YouTube has a bunch of episodes, uh, mostly the first season. Uh, it's, I guess, the official Real Ghostbusters channel, because there's also, uh, Extreme Ghostbusters. It might just be the Ghostbusters channel, because it's got Extreme and, uh, Real Ghostbusters, but that's where I watched it. Well, I was looking it up, because I was like, where can people find this shit? Um, and the first season, the entire first season of The Real Ghostbusters is, uh, streaming on Crackle right now. Um, and then I looked, I was looking at other media, I was like, well, where can our, our listeners find the complete series if they wanted to buy it on DVD and I don't think you can get it now so in 2008 Lifetime put out uh, the entire collection of the real Ghostbusters on DVD it was those steel books right the steel books yeah and I bought it then because I was like this is a fucking amazing everything's together in one set uh, it went out of print, and now, like, a sealed copy is, like, fucking $1,600 on fucking eBay, so put it that way. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's quite worth that much. No, not even close. But there are DVDs available from, like, Best Buy and Amazon and stuff, but they're collections. They're not seasons, right? So it's one. Of, it's like one of those things where it's like, uh, if, if you listen to our uh, Talks from the Dark Side episodes... Uh, we talked about the VHS that was released for uh, Tales from the Dark Side, and they're like choice cut episodes on a DVD, the col- a collection, if you will, not necessarily a season um, of episodes. Yeah, some of those like old anime DVDs would do that, and it like made zero sense because there was a fucking like through line through all the episodes. Well, a lot of time, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe, yeah, for sure. But it's a bummer because like. I don't think, apart from that Lifetime set, I don't think a complete collection exists, right? A complete uh, edition, like season by season, that you can purchase now, which is kind of shitty, because even used versions of the set that I have is like fucking $600, and it's like, that's totally not worth it, in my opinion. No. It is a really nice set, though. I remember when you got that, it has like the firehouse as like the cover. Yeah, and it has like little lenticular pieces, like there's a like, Slimer, and then there's like the ghost uh, symbol, like sawing it, like ha- how they have like the intermissions between each uh, of the commercial breaks and things like that. Um, and each season has a steel book, and it's like beautiful. It's just a really, really nice set. There's like a booklet, uh, there's concept art, um, there's introductions to every episode by the writer, um, Michael uh, Straczynski. Everyone has one by by him, um, I'm pretty sure. But then there's like other intros by like Maurice LaMarche, who does um, the uh, the voice of Egon, and also uh, Brain from Pinky and the Brain, and countless other cartoons. You know, he's 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 up there with like a Frank Welker, which we're going to talk about. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so 
if you can find you, you you should be able to find these two episodes that we're talking about and then uh, try to hunt down uh, the other ones if you want. And again, in my opinion, the first two seasons are definitely worth watching. As soon as Dave Couillet comes in, ah, you can take it or leave it for me. <laughs> cut it out. Oh, cut it out for sure. I do not need him as Vankman, and I do not need uh, uh, Slimer and the real Ghostbusters. You can keep that shit. I, I would argue that Dave Coulier is the worst part of Full House. Uh, I think he's fine. Hey, Mr. Woodchuck, hey! Oh, whoa! <laughs> I think he's fine. He sucks. Uh, he's all right. But yeah, so today, so so what we wanted to do was pick two choice cuts from the real Ghostbusters. We we, we decided that we were going to do more real Ghostbusters in the future, uh, especially that Christmas episode. So uh, wink, wink, nod, nod. One of the Christmas episodes, anyway. Yeah, one that has been referenced on Movie Dumpster many times, believe it or not. Multiple times. Um, but we decided to choose two. Uh, one of that being today's episode, Citizen Ghost, and the other one being Take Two. One is a tie-in directly as a sequel to the first movie. And that's the one we're talking about today. And that's the one we're talking about today. And the other one, you'll find out what that is. Uh, well, you'll find out what that's about on the next episode. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so Citizen Ghost has an air date of November 22nd, 1986. And I was talking about those those intros by uh, Michael uh, Straczynski. And he's the writer and... St- uh, speaking of the intro, I don't mean to cut you off, but have you? how do you guys like the intro... Uh, our Ghostbusters intro of the the MD version. Oh yeah, uh, d- uh, that was done by our good friend uh, Rashane from uh, Mr. Ticklehands. I kind of love it. I, I love the uh, little chant movie dumpster. It's kind of awesome. Who are you gonna call, dude? Movie dumpster. That's right. So each of these episodes, like I was saying, has that intro by uh, Michael Straczynski on that on that Lifetime set. And um, basically, he talks a little bit about the episode, and he's like, oh, you know, people kept asking him why Slimer was with the Ghostbusters. And he ended up starting this note about uh, ideas that people were sending him and, like, ideas he had himself, and then it kind of eventually turned into this script telling you why Slimer's there. And this is the episode that kind of t- it goes. It's 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 direct sequel right after that first movie, um, and we find out a little bit what happened. Now, for those who have never seen this uh, cartoon or are not familiar with it in general, it's called The Real Ghostbusters because these the, the animated series is supposed to be the real version of the Ghostbusters, and the movies are based on these characters. Like, it's their own, like, real-life uh, uh, existence, right? Right, which, which is a pretty cool way to go about it. I think, it's pretty, I think it's pretty slick, and we do a lot of fun shit in this series that I, I'm really into. There's lots of lore, lots of different kinds of ghosts, different kinds of cryptids, and uh, legends from different countries that they battle. They even battle uh, Salwin at one point, or they call him Sam Hain in the, in the, in the cartoon. Cthulhu has an episode, they fight him. Collect Call of Cthulhu, they, dude, we gotta cover that. That's a good one. The Ghostbusters fight Cthulhu. There's a lot of good ones, man. I could just rattle them off, like the Boogeyman episode, the one with the old lady that's like, the house is possessed. The Boogeyman cometh. Oh yeah, Ray's fucking grandma's house, or Ray, Ray's aunt's house that's possessed. That's a great episode. There's a lot of great uh, episodes and ghosts and, and, and ghoulies that they that they fight. And and, and, and and it's full of like great, really great writing and, and lots of nods to the films and pot shots at New Jersey and shit like that. <laughs> Of course, of course. So it's a lot of fun, and it it, it means a lot to to, to us uh, growing up with it and stuff. So, but yeah, Citizen Ghost. I just want to comment on the intro to this series because 
it's so fucking good. The animation is so fucking good. Oh, man, the second that that thing comes on, like, I'm, my, my feet are moving. I'm jumping out of my goddamn chair. Because I remember back when I was a kid when this used to air the reruns on Saturday morning, like the Saturday morning cartoon block. ABC, yeah. I, I would be like, my my dad would take my brother somewhere. I don't know where the hell they went. I can't remember that much. But I'd, I'd always be in front of that TV with the, with the friggin' VHS tape ready to hit record right when that intro came on. <laughs> there you go, dude. Um, man, I used to have, you, you remember those, like, little, like, trays, those metal trays that they would have? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a Batman Returns one hanging on my wall. That's pretty cool. I used to have a real Ghostbusters one. And again, you get that fucking Ecto Cooler juice box, get a little snack, maybe some Cheetos or, like, Cheez-Its or some shit. I know we talked about that a little bit in our Ecto Cooler video, if you guys haven't seen that. We did. Go check it out. It's on the YouTube right now. Where we drank, uh, as one person in the comments put... Uh, Slimer's diarrhea. <laughs> it was a, it was an experience for sure. But definitely check out that video and see what we thought of it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's again like how Ghostbusters is such a big part of our lives. Um, yeah, we uh, well, yeah, even on that episode or on that uh, Ecto Cooler uh, video, we talked. I talked about um, how my first experience with Ghostbusters was the real Ghostbusters before I saw the movies. But yeah, here we are, and um, that intro is just so fucking good. Oh, man. Uh, it's animated super well, and it, it just still holds up today, and it's like, wow, that, like that's impressive. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the animation in this series, especially the first season, is very, very good, and then you kind of see the, 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 the dip in quality as we continue. However... Uh, this episode also has, like, kind of a wraparound to it. Yeah, so, okay, so Citizen Ghost, right? So, the the plot of this is, like, this reporter comes to the to the firehouse to interview uh, Vankman about the history of the Ghostbusters. <laughs> All from his perspective. Keep that in mind as as we talk about this. All from his perspective. Uh, because he's, you know, just like in the movies, in the cartoon, Vankman is very nonchalant, like, doesn't really care until shit gets serious. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's got his feet up, of course, and he just starts to spin, uh, spin that yarn, and... and... He spin yarns, dude, about that spectral locomotive. Yeah, exactly, and I kind of love how they do this because Venkman will be telling you like from his perspective what happened but then the sh- the show is showing you what really happened and it's just like Venkman fucking up over and over and over and he's like yeah I don't know what ever happened with that I, I don't know it's pretty great storytelling and again it's it's very mature for for the cartoon right in my opinion yeah and I think that's why it still holds up it's still enjoyable now because it's not just like a goofy fucking bullshit whatever uh, just before we continue, I wanted to just m- mention that, like, so we got Peter Vankman, voiced by uh, Lorenzo Music. Uh, we got Ray Stance, voiced by our favorite, um, Frank Welker. Yes. Uh, we have Egon Spangler, voiced by uh, Maurice LaMarche. We have Winston Zeddemore, voiced by uh, Arsenio Hall. And Janine is voiced by Laura Summer for the first two seasons, who actually follows us on Instagram. And we've interacted with her a few times just by chance. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I feel a little slimed hearing that. (laughs) You know I am. Read into that however you want. (laughs) But, yeah, so, okay. Like Joe kind of set up, once this reporter starts asking Bankman, like, the story of it, it kind of kicks off right at the end or, or rather, right after the end of Ghostbusters 1 with the fucking roof is still blown off the firehouse and they're walking in in their brown suits from the movie just covered in uh, yeah. marshmallow. You know, Walter Peck's down the street 
get in a burn fucking uh, ward and getting getting skin grafts put on. Dude, I love how they do this because it's like, yeah, we gotta get we gotta burn these fucking suits. We got our new uniforms coming in, and it's like the uniforms they wear for the rest of the series. Right. Which I thought was kind of fun. You know, Janine's like, your new uniforms came in or whatever's and uh, Egon, yeah, Egon tells uh, Vankman to burn the fucking suits that have the Gozer uh, psychokinetic energy on them and the marshmallow shit. So it's all like negatively charged by like uh, the Gozer encounter. So, so the, yeah, like Sean said, the fucking the firehouse is destroyed and uh, they come in and raise like, ah, we'll fix it up better than before. And Egon's like, yeah, we'll make the containment unit even bigger this time. And, uh, and they do, and there's, like, a montage of them, like, fixing it up and stuff. We get a glimpse into Slimer, the Sedgwick Hotel ghost. And Vankman's like, yeah, I guess he just followed us back from the Sedgwick Hotel, and he fucking slimed me, and here he is. <laughs> well, he's, like, poking in from, like, outside, like, watching them. Because they're, because they're sitting down to, like, a Thanksgiving fucking feast with, like, a turkey and shit. And Slimer's like, oh, that looks good. Yeah. He comes in, Ray's about to cut the damn bird, and this freaking Slimer flies through and just grabs the entire thing, but he hits a wall, ah! and, the, and the fucking turkey just hits the ground. Dude, okay, so just by the way, so Frank Welker voices Ray, but he also voices, like, most of the ghost entities in this series, and he also does Slimer, of course. And when Slimer first appears, he gives a straight-up Gremlins yum-yum, like, yum-yum, like... <laughs> And he fucking, and Frank Welker did the, one of the voice, he did the Stripe voice for fucking uh, Gremlins. Right. I just thought that was so funny. No, I like that a lot, especially Slimer. Like, he does, like, he can string, like, words together, but for the most part, it's, like, bibble babble. He's like, that is three, or turkey, or some shit, you know? Yeah. So, of course, they're, they they go after Slimer, and they're trying to chase him and, and, you know, trap him, but they can't get a beat on him, so they just kind of go about their business. Well, meanwhile, you know, again, Vankman's saying, yeah, I don't know what happened with those suits. He just, like, kicks them into a corner, and they're just, like, glowing like they're radioactive. Well, there's so Egon's, like, checking the containment unit for leaks or anything. So there's, like, a slight crack in the containment unit, and uh, Vankman, like, kicking the suits underneath the fucking table, and this, like, one leak from the containment unit ends up bringing to life the suits and they become like the anti-Ghostbusters or the spectral Ghostbusters or their doppelgangers. Yes. Oh, that's another great episode that we have to do down the line. The actual anti-Ghostbusters. Oh, you know what? I thought that... I got confused because I was like, wait a second. I thought this no. was, or I thought I thought take two was that episode, but we'll, we'll we'll talk about it on that episode. Yeah, that's a great one, by the way. But yeah, you're right, Joe. It's almost like they're, it's them, but they're just green spirits with these like marshmallowed up costumes on uh, jumpsuits. Dude, I'm into it. They have proton packs, but they shoot like ectoplasmic bursts from their, from their proton packs. So they become the more immediate issue while Slimer's kind of, they have a lot of good gags with Slimer in this, actually, where Ray's fixing the Ecto-1, and, and Winston steps away for a minute, and then uh, he's asking for a wrench, and Slimer hands him, like, a fucking, like... Yeah. Totally the wrong tool, put it that way, like a wrench or something, or a screwdriver, and he's like, wait a second! But, like, Ray and Egon, they don't want to, like, trap him. They're like, e Egon is even like, oh, yeah, I would love to run some experiments on you. Well, he becomes... Slimer becomes integral to... The real Ghostbusters series because Egon and Ray can run experiments on him and like learn from him and like create new gadgets and shit to fight other ghosts and stuff. Yes. 
But, you know, Winston even doesn't even care. He's like, whatever, he's cute. But, you know, of course, Bankman, he got slimed. He doesn't want anything to do with this little spud. No, no. And Ray ends up giving him the name Slimer. I like that. I like that. Because Ray in the movie had mentioned the term Slimers uh, in the first film. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So I I thought that was cool that they kind of kept in line with that. Uh, By the way, all of the original music in this, like, yes, the score needs to be released uh, uh, on vinyl or tape or whatever yeah they actually have like vocal songs like songs with vocals no that's what i was just about to get to that like someone needs to put all of these like they're on youtube you can like listen to them on youtube but somebody needs to put this fucking soundtrack together and release it like do a re-release of it because this band this like girl band tahiti uh did all of the songs for this series um, including this one in the in this episode, but they also did the one in Halloween was if Halloween was forever that I was talking about before with Sam Hain or Salwin, however you want to say that. But they did that fucking Frankenstein is grooving song, you know, Frankenstein is grooving. Oh yeah, dude, sign me up. Somebody fucking do that. Terrorvision, get on that shit. Waxwork, get on that shit. I'll fucking buy that in a heartbeat. Yeah. So while everyone's like kind of warming up to Slimer again, besides Peter. Uh, this is when these, like, anti-Ghostbusters show up, these these suits with uh, ghosts inside them. And then now it's like, all right, well, we got to take them out, but we don't know how. And uh, eventually, like, I think Egon kind of figures it out as the, as the episode goes on. Egon figures out that each time they shoot the blast from their proton packs, it uses up their ecto power or whatever. Uh, and they need a diversion to drain them of their power so that they can attack them with the regular proton packs and, like, put them in a trap. Wait, which, okay, real quick before you get into that. Oh, good. Uh, this episode does a really good job of, like, stuff in the firehouse, but also stuff just, like, out in the city. Yeah, because the, the Ghostbusters, like, in inside the episode, um, it's, like, a week before these doppelgangers show back up. Um, so they're busting ghosts all over the fucking city. And then they're, like, out on, on a job, and these things are, like, on the top of buildings just fucking firing at them. It's pretty great, dude. And I, I gotta tell you something. Like, again, like I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, um, this series has great, um, they utilize lore from, like, you know, old ghost lore, or, or like I said, cryptids, or, um, lore from different countries of different kinds of, uh, entities and things like that. And, they take the idea of a doppelganger, which is just like a, a demon, basically, that uh, assumes your identity and, and wants to, you know, and is it is on the same plane at the same time as you are and wants to basically take over your life or destroy you so that they can become the, the sole occupancy of that uh, persona. But I, I like how they did that with this. Like, I thought it was a really cool twist on that and, like, how they worked it into Ghostbusters and how they have to fight them and stuff. I don't know. It was neat. Like, uh, yeah. It's a really cool thing that runs out through the, throughout the series that I'm sure we will talk about again. And, and like you were saying, Joe, like, they need somebody to, like, basically be a distraction and Ray signs himself up. But, oh yeah, you know, him and Slimer now have this kind of connection. Like, you know, Ray's treating him kind of like his pet. He named him. He kind of is like, you know... Basically, his owner, if you want to look at it that way. Well, they bond. They bonded, is what it was. Yeah. So Slimer's like, no, not Ray. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, of course, this is where you also get the stuff where Peter finally, you know, he always once in a while, he's nice to Slimer, calls him little buddy and stuff like that. Until he slimes him or like eats his food, and then he's like, you're a piece of shit. You know, as that's all kind of going down, Egon figures it out, and they're they're just wasting their their spectral energy with these uh, ghost ghostbusters. If you want to call them that. Yeah, just real quick. They're, like, all trying to figure out how they're going to stop them. And then, like, they sneak into the firehouse and steal the Ecto-1 at one point. Oh, yeah. And, like, 
blow through the fucking firehouse door and shit. Like, that's cool. I love when um, they're like, oh, we got to set, you know, somebody needs to distract them while we figure it out. And they're like, one of us isn't going to make it out of here alive. Uh, Winston says, and then Vankman's like, hey, uh, what about Janine? How about you? <laughs> she ends up like hitting him with like a fucking lamp or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, they basically run out of most of their energy, and then they uh, they get him with a ghost trap. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cool. They like yeah, they waste their energy, and then they and then like we're the real Ghostbusters, bub, and they fucking shoot him, and they yeah, TM. They fucking zap him and trap him, dude, and they put him right in the ecto containment unit, and I guess fix it so they can't get out. Yep. And then and then Egan's like, yeah, you see what happens? You see what? happens peter when you don't burn the fucking uniforms <laughs> and, and like that's like a running gag through the series like vankman is obviously the lackadaisical character who just is like yeah whatever yeah and his dad comes in at some point is even worse oh my god i forgot about that. another great one yeah there's a couple episodes with him it's funny and so then we get back to this reporter and vankman's just like all right well i hope you got everything you needed and she's like oh yeah i have a great story <laughs> so they got the popcorn they got some of that ghostbusters popcorn joe you gave me oh yeah yeah the ghostbusters afterlife popcorn i gave you they're all kicking it on the fucking couch waiting for the news to come on <laughs> for their big segment on the history of the ghostbusters and winston's like jesus well they only interviewed peter so i wonder what this story's gonna be about <laughs> They all just think it's going to be, like, some big, like, you know, focus on Peter. Fluff piece? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the reporter comes on. She's like, yeah, here comes our segment on Ghostbusters. And we we have a story about the most important member, the one everybody loves. And Peter's like, hey, hey, hey. Slimer! He's like, what? What the hell? And then, like, Peter, Peter's like, you're a little, you little piece of shit. He's like, give me back my popcorn. You're never eating any food again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I thought it was kind of funny. I will say... I did like the second one that we're going to cover a little better. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to like this one a little bit. I actually like this one a little bit better than the other one. Okay, okay. I'll I'll, I'll get into why I feel that when we do that next one, but uh, this this was good. I, I, I like this as a continuation, kind of going in, like you said, adding a little lore to the actual Ghostbusters film of, hey, this is what happened afterwards. Or, yeah, well, it's, it's like the creation of the real Ghostbusters, rather, yeah. Right. And then also you get that, hey, this is how Slimer got into the fold. It wasn't just like, oh, he was just there and we were okay with it. It's like, well, I guess kind of. Some of them were, but it was like, oh, there's a little bit more to it than that. Yeah, and I like it too because they like give a bunch of reasons. Like Janine gives a reason. It's like that Killer Clowns logic where they're giving all the reasons why they could be on Earth or like why Slimer's at the firehouse. Exactly. So it's like, pick one, you know what I mean? Whether Slimer felt alone and that, you know the Ghostbusters were the first one to interact with him or he was just hungry or whatever. Or he's really John Belushi and he misses his friends. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's also true. Um, it's like this episode and the episode that we that we're, the other episode we're gonna do are like I wouldn't say some of the weaker ones, but there are yeah. way better episodes. But we wanted to cover these specifically because they tie into the films. Exactly, exactly. And, and it's a solid episode, but I'm just thinking about some of those other ones that really just have stuck with me over the years, and it, it doesn't really rank like that, but. It's a really solid entry, without a doubt. I think so, too. I really like the Trollbridge episode. That's a good one. Oh, man. Uh, Ragnarok and Roll is a good one. I, there's a lot of good ones. I, I can't remember the damn name of it. It might even have been a later season one, and I, I was talking to Joe about this. I don't know if it was on air or off, but there's one where they get, like, sent into another dimension or, like, they're tricked or something, and they're, like, in some kind of race, and they all have, like, different vehicles. I just, for some reason, I had that one on tape. I must have been one of the ones I recorded <laughs> in the morning one Saturday. I remember you talking about that. that that's got to be from a later season. It was a good one from what I recall. Now, again, I might watch it at 33 and be like, what the fuck was I thinking? But I remember liking that a lot. Well, I was telling you about the one where Winston, like, gets 
caught on the baseball field between like a feud between like good and evil and has to play for good and they have to and they can't use their proton packs or interfere so they have to like win the baseball game like on on regular terms right and i mean i'm even thinking about like you know i could rattle these all off all day but it's like the one with state puff versus the giant praying mantis ghost oh yeah they return to murray the mantis and they have to let out state puff to fucking fight him <laughs> and, and i mean even like some of the stuff with dweeb in the later seasons a lot of that is corny but there's an episode here or there that i really like that maybe we'll cover in some capacity but maybe not we'll see yeah the, the one with the boogeyman is great there's also one i can't remember it it ends up being like a junkyard ghost okay yeah it's like this it's like one of the highest classes of ghosts that they've ever fought. You know, besides, like, something like Gozer or something. It's, like, in this old factory. It's pretty fucking cool. Again, we could talk about this all day if we just... Yeah, we, well... You know, because it's just, there's so much there. I mean, it's a long series, and it's... Yeah. It kind of uh, tickles that, 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 that particular bone i guess I, I i you get what i'm trying to say it scratches that itch let's let's go with that there's a lot of fun ones that we can pick out that we're gonna that we're gonna cover at some point but uh I, and honestly like uh maybe next year at some point i'd like to maybe look at one or two of those extreme ghostbusters episodes because i feel like it gets a lot of flack and much like some things we may have just talked about in a review coming out tomorrow <laughs> uh, i think i think it's a little unfair because uh you got to think about what they were given to work with and what they accomplished with i think a one or two seasons of that show i don't know just in the back of my head i think there's a few that might be fun to cover no i absolutely and and i need to revisit uh extreme ghostbusters because i haven't seen it in here like since it came out i've revisited real ghostbusters a lot but not extreme ghostbusters yeah same but yeah so we hope you enjoyed that mini episode or mini sode rather and uh we got one more for you in the bag for real ghostbusters and don't forget we got that right review of ghostbusters afterlife coming at you so uh so stay tuned i'm joel escola i'm shutterbrook and we'll catch you on the next mini sode yeah we'll see you on the other side if you want some more good, bad, and god-awful movie goodness, head over to moviedumpsterpodcast.com and follow us on all of your favorite social media and streaming platforms. You can also head on over to our Patreon page and sign up for the 2 5 or $10 tiers for monthly exclusive content, or drop by our merch store and grab yourself uh, some non-committal swag. Yeah, and for no money at all, you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts to support your favorite show.